Welcome to the Building a Mumpire podcast. This is for all my fellow mums out there that are not only holding down the home front, but also building their own fucking empire. Now, unlike other podcasts in this space, Building a Mumpire podcast is all about keeping it real when it comes to what it is actually like being a mum and trying to build something for yourself. In this podcast, I will talk to mums at various stages of both motherhood and business life. We are going to discuss the ups, the downs, the laughs, the tears, and look, let's be honest, sometimes they're just fucked up things that we have to deal with. Building a Mumpire podcast is for the mums out there that need a reminder sometimes that they aren't alone, but are actually a part of one kick-ass community of superhero women. So let's get started. (laughs) The joys of technology. <laughs> All right, I'll start that again. All right, welcome Bushra to the Building a Mumpire podcast. I am so excited to have you here. I cannot wait to deep dive into your journey of motherhood and business. So, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This is officially my first podcast, so I'm really looking forward to sharing my journey with you. Oh, this is exciting. Well, I'm so glad I get to pop your little podcast, Cherry. That makes me so happy. I love that. Um, So we'll get straight into it. And this question that I ask all of my guests, I think is really, really important. I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself, but you can't mention that you're a mum and you can't mention that you're a business owner. So how would you do that? All right. So that's tricky because that's Mm -hmm. basically how I sum myself up. But um, apart from that, (laughs) Um, I've kind of always been, you know, to describe my personality, I've always been someone that has this drive to do more, whether it's, you know, um, take on more challenges and work in multiple jobs. I've always wanted to do more. And that's just how I kind of describe myself because it's kind of where it's brought me to where I am today. Um, I've always been one of those people that I just always want to be challenged. And when I'm not, I feel like I'm out of place. (laughs) So I love that. Good description. No, that's good. That's good. And I definitely agree. I think that drive and that passion to want to always be doing something or doing something more is sometimes really hard to find in people. Um, Some people settle and don't get me wrong. I did that for a long time. I settled for a lot of things in life. Um, But once I realized that I actually enjoyed the challenge and enjoyed pushing myself and wanting more, Fuck, my life got so much more exciting. Like, <laughs> I get it. So I love that. I absolutely love it. And that was a perfect way to describe yourself without saying that you're a mum or a business owner. So thank you very much for that. So what I want to do is I kind of want to take a bit of a look back and I'm going to ask you, what was the decision that made you kind of stick it to the man and go, fuck it, I'm doing my own thing? What was, what was that starting journey like for you? What was the reason you started your business? Well, Previously, I have worked in multiple fields and I've kind of just tried to find my path without being, you know, put down by what, you know, we're meant to do, you know, that, you know, Mm -hmm. the right thing to do is, you know, you finish uni, study a course and you work in that field. Yeah. When I- The rest of your life until you die and then that's basically it, right? (laughs) Like the B movie, right? Yeah. You're meant to do the same. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm Mm-hmm. Got younger. Yeah, you've seen it. Love that movie. (laughs) You know, he says, you know, am I meant to be doing this, you know, and that's it until I die? Like, is this, mm. do I just choose my job? And I relate to that really well um, because I kind of felt like a failure when I finished year 12. Um, mm-hmm. I got a really low score and couldn't really go into what I really wanted to do, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So um, I just did multiple things. I did accounting. I did real estate. I did retail. I did childcare. <laughs> and 
And then I'm like, well, who cares? Why is there this? Why can't I trial different things? You know, why is that so wrong? But to a lot of people, they would have probably thought I'm just a lost soul and mm. direction. But I was trying things out, and finally, um, did it. Completed a teaching degree, worked in schools, um, and I was very passionate. I was a really passionate teacher. I was passionate about my assignments at uni. But then my passion started to fade away. Mm. And then we hit 2020 and we all know what happened then. What a beautiful year. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we hit 2020 and, you know, I started feeling depressed. I felt, started feeling lost. And being the only mum in my team at school that had a mm. child, I was the only one working full-time with a two-year-old. Wow. I was expected to obviously work from home. And didn't feel really supported, felt this immense amount of pressure and really, you know, lost my passion for teaching. Like I was losing it. I wouldn't say I completely lost it. Yeah. And I just wanted to trial something else. And I kind of got sick of the same amount of money hitting my bank account every fortnight. I was kind of sick of that. <laughs> yeah. I need a little bit more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want a little bit more, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So we actually bought a house and then I left my job. <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> taking a risk. <laughs> Love that. Work. We'll figure it out. Figure yeah. it out. Um, yeah, and then I decided not to um, renew the contract, my teaching job, and mm -hmm. that was my drive. I started out with, you know, just doing, doing e-commerce, selling products, and then finally built myself up to just take that leap, had no security, you know, People always say, oh, but you kind of knew that you had something good. And I was like, no, I didn't. I had no idea. I didn't have I wing it. <laughs> any financial support. I was like, well, just, let's just do it. <laughs> just give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I think it's, it's such a nice, refreshing conversation to have because this, you going and trialing and just like giving all of these different areas, like in different careers a go, for me was like my ultimate nightmare. Like to me, I'm like, oh my God, that's so unstable. How could you do that? Because that's not how I'm wired, right? Like I love stability. I love that control, um, which is why I do what I do. Cause I basically just get to control everyone, right? But it's nice to have a refreshing conversation with someone who's like, I'm just gonna give it a go. And if I don't like it, it's okay. I'll just try something else. Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot of people that don't live like that because they're so scared of that what if, like, what if it doesn't work out? What if I don't make it? Um, but it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it doesn't work out because there's so many other things that you can do and there's so many other things that you can put your mind to. So I am so proud of you for going in and just trialing everything. And, oh, my God, the fact that you bought a house and then decided not to renew your teaching contract obviously scares the shit out of me, but you were like, we'll figure it out. We will just get it done and we will make it work. So congratulations. And you have, by the way, you are fucking slaying it in your business. Thank you. Love the way you show up online. Love the way that you just present so beautifully and with so much passion. You can really tell. So if I'm going to pop all of your details in the show notes below. So if you aren't already going and following Bushra on Instagram, please run, don't walk. Um, it is amazing and such refreshing content and it is so beautiful to watch you grow your business online so thank you so much for just being you I really do love that so I really really appreciate it so I know that you were saying that you already had your son when you were in doing your teaching 
and then you decided to take that leap and start your own business and go out on your own. So what would you say was your biggest struggles with starting your business with such a little one? Like mine's very different. He was like 10 when I started. So very self-sufficient. So what was it like starting your business and branching out and doing your own thing with such a little bub back home? Like what would you say your biggest struggles were? The biggest struggles, you know, there were were a few and obviously mm. balance is a really tricky one and pretty obvious. Um, yeah. One thing that I really struggled with was the judgment um, and the lack of you know, support that I could achieve anything. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, you go and do it and, you know, you're going to fail at it. So Yeah, we'll be here telling you I told you so when you come back. Yeah, yeah. So just let her do it. And, you know, so anyone, anyone that I spoke to about it was kind of um, just ashamed to, you know, feel that mm. that lack of support or, um, you know, just thinking that, you know, I, I probably wouldn't be able, well, I'll trial it, but it might not work out and there's a high chance that it won't work out because how can you just go off and do that? Mm-hmm. Go and, you know, lease a space and start a tutoring business, you know, that would only service kids, you know, after school, which isn't the case. Yeah, correct. <laughs> at all because we work, I work all day. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so... You know, that was one thing that I mainly struggled with. And also the other side of judgment was people thinking that I just went out and had lunch all day. Or just Oh my God, yes. Free all the time because I have my own business. So I'm just constantly having lunches <laughs> and coffees and you know, don't do much. Because mm. I'm, you know, yeah. Got my own business. So I've got this yeah. luxury life. But it's not like that at all. <laughs> it is so not like that I know in the first like 12 months of doing my business as well I would have some girlfriends that would be like oh like you should just like come over to my place and we can have like stay-at-home mums which hands down I don't know how the fuck they do it but they'd be like oh just come over and like we can have some lunch or we can have some like afternoon drinks and I'm like bitch what do you think I'm doing like I am working I am putting food on my own table I don't have time to come over and talk to you and drink wine not today Satan not today like (laughs) I think some people really had this misconception around um, people who start a business, like how much how much effort and time we have to put in. Like, don't get me wrong. I would like to think in the next five to ten years we will both be able to go out and have boozy lunches and hang out with girlfriends and, you know, go away and do the things that we want to do. But we've got to put in the hard yards. We've got to do the work. We've got to build everything from scratch because you're so right. That support I guarantee you if a man was to come home and be like, this is the business I'm going to start, they would not have half or even a quarter of those things said to them if that was going to be their decision, right? All of a sudden it's like we have to be the stable, careful ones because we're the ones that have to like look after the kids and make sure everything's done right and, you know, the house is kept together and it's like, that doesn't mean that I can't go off and do whatever the hell that I want to do. Like, so I totally understand that. I had very similar conversations myself. So I 100% understand what it is that you're talking about. Um, So still thinking about some lessons or things that you wish you'd done differently, looking back on where your business is now to where it was when it started if you could go back and redo anything, would you have done anything differently? I think in my first year, um, I would set some more boundaries around my time. And when I'm seeing clients, I think I had Mm. this really big thing where I felt scared to not see clients when I had the opportunity to do it. Um, Whereas now I just set the hours that I want to work. 
and I work in those hours because my business needs me. It's my mm. other baby um, and it needs me to, I need to sit down and do the back end of things. So I need to set those boundaries so I'm not feeling overwhelmed. And mm. I think when I first started out, my rate was really low um, and I was working every hour of every day that I was in. And I think yeah. I only had Friday afternoons off, but I was back to back with, mm. I work with um, three and four year olds as well, one on one. Oh my God. How do you do that and not go mentally insane? It's <laughs> the idea of a nightmare, B. <laughs> it's not for me, obviously. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, it's so different when they're not your own kids. Oh, and kids. Very true. Very different. Like I have Adam in here sometimes after kinder, and yeah, it just, even if it's an hour, it feels like forever. Forever, yeah. Like, <laughs> Mummy's just trying to fit in again and put this straight face on. Yeah. More thing to do. But anyway. <laughs> so, I had that. I had back-to-back kids mm. one day where I worked from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., just back-to-back. I didn't even give myself a lunch break. Wow. So setting those boundaries now is something that I do now, but yeah. I definitely would have, you know, done that previously if I had wasn't feeling mm. that scared feeling to you know lose clients or lose customers and that's not the case yeah 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 no and I, I totally agree I, I definitely looking back setting boundaries was something that I wasn't very good at in the beginning either yeah because I was so worried that if I said no to something that I wouldn't be able to make the money or get the client and it was like this such different mindset and this fear around just being able to push through and do what I needed to do to get my business where it needed to be. So I would 100% agree with that. And I think it's something that I try to check in with myself on a regular basis. Like, am I letting those boundaries slip? Is there something that I could tighten? Am I starting to feel that overwhelm or that burnout? Because it's so fucking easy, right? It's so easy to just slowly, oh, yeah, I can do this and I'll let this other person in and I'll, and I'll pick this up and I'll do that task. And, and then all of a sudden you're kind of like halfway back to where you were before and you're like, fuck, like – I don't want to be here. <laughs> I want to be doing what I want to do. So I totally, totally understand that. And I think it's really important that those boundaries are something that a lot of business owners, especially mums, implement as soon as possible because it can be honestly the make or break, right? Like if you're constantly, like, could you imagine if you were still doing 8 a.m. till 7 p.m.? every other day for the last couple of years, like that would just be awful. You like, you didn't like, you'd end up losing that passion again for it, which is why you started it in the first place. So no, I think that's really, really important to, to keep in mind. So thank you for sharing that. Cause I think it's, it's different for everybody. Yeah. But I think boundaries is kind of always uniform. Like there's, that's something that all of us as a collective can keep ourselves accountable for. So I love that. Um, my next question to you is how do you stay motivated and focused on your business when you're trying to juggle being a mum as well? I just, I think go back to why I started and I think about that. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I do have my days where I just feel like oh, this is too much. So I <laughs> feel like that. Um, it's not all, you know. Amen, sister. I'm pretty sure we all do. <laughs> Um, but I think I just have to look at the positives of what my business gives me. And that's, you know, being mm. able to set days, being able to give myself days off with my kids. Um, I didn't yeah. mention this, but I also felt pregnant my first year of opening the studio. I felt yes. pregnant. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, just throw another one in the mix, B. Why not? Just 
Melbourne. <laughs> so, you know, I have the days with my kids. I've, I've been able to sort of, you know, that makes me feel motivated because I, if I was working full time, there is no way that I'd get to set days, to, you know, to go to the zoo or, you know, and yeah. I love, I love doing things during the week. Mm. Hey, school holidays. <laughs> me um, too. <laughs> I'm going to hate them even more, I guess, when my son's at school. Anyway, in, in, the, in the nicest way possible. Um, yeah. I, I hate when it's really busy, you know, shopping centres, you know, even the zoo or anything um, when they're really busy. So I love doing things during the week with my kids because things are a little bit settled and quiet and not as crowdy. Mm. So going back to your question, I just think looking at why I started really motivates me. And I love getting dressed up and coming to work because I can wear whatever I want. Yes. Um, and it sounds like, what the hell? But, like, as a teacher out of school, even, you know, if I felt like I was constantly judged in what I wore. Oh, you're really dressed mm. up today. Why are you so dressed up or whatever? But I yeah. like to wear what I want to wear and I can just wear whatever I want. You know, I can mm. come to school. I can come in here with, you know, leggings on. I'm feeling off today with the jumper. So I think just the comfort of being here just it motivates me. Yeah. And you get to be yourself, right? Like you don't have to pretend to be somebody else or pretend to show up as somebody else because it's your business, it's your brand, it's your personality. So you get to show up as you. And I think a lot of us, um, especially women and especially mums, lose that sense of us when we're in a nine to five job, being an employee, working for somebody else. And we're a mum, we actually start to lose that sense of like, who am I really? Who do I need to be that makes me happy? So I love that you get to embrace wearing what you want to wear that makes you feel good. And like you said, some days it's leggings with an oversized jumper because you're like, fuck it, not today. But, you know, sometimes it's like all dressed up and beautiful earrings. And, you know, I've seen some of the outfits that you wear and they're beautiful. So I love that you get to embrace any side of you and you get to make that decision. You're not restricted by a uniform or set of standards. It's you can just do whatever the hell you want. Like it, I think I love that. It's it's really nice and refreshing to hear that. So yeah, cool. Thank you. So good. So good. I also wanted to add um on that, I love my team. So I've got a team of five tutors and I love coming in when they're here because it's so positive. There's no toxic mm. it's not a toxic environment to be in. Um, so I get to work with people that just have the same passion and drive as me. Yeah. All doing the same thing. So. Yeah, that's so good. And I think because it's also something that you've created with your passion and it's fueling your why you get to bring people into that world that also live by that. And I think that's where being able to work with other team members is such an amazing aspect of that extra motivation for you. And I must admit that is something that I do miss. I work by myself from home in the corner of my lounge room. And sometimes I have more conversations with my new puppy than I do with other humans some days. So I totally understand that human connection can also be a huge motivation and driver for some people. So I love that. Absolutely love that. So before we finish up today, I would just love you to give me a little bit of advice because I feel like you're coming from a different perspective of really taking the time during COVID, especially as it started, to really like leap, like absolutely leap into the unknown and just give it a go and not worry about what the you know, the end result was going to be, you were just going to trial it and you were going to give this new opportunity a red hot go and see what happened. If now I'm not saying that we're going to have another pandemic in the future, 
anytime soon. Who the fuck knows? Let's be honest. But if there are any mums out there that are thinking about just taking that leap and are feeling a little bit hesitant about it, what would be your advice to them? My advice to them would just be, for, like from my perspective and people that I've spoken to who have kind of said to me, well, you took the leap, but you kind of knew that it would work or that sort of mm. thing. I would just say, you just never know. And I didn't know. So I think it's helpful for them when I share my story and share that I had no idea what would happen. I had just taken out a home loan and then I had signed a lease for a new space, yeah. which, you know, is in a really nice area which is local, you know, to my house. So it worked out really well, but it was also another um, financial burden that I was putting on myself without knowing what would happen. But if you mm. don't make it happen, then you're never going to know what the outcome will be. Yeah. It's something that you really want to do and you're really passionate about, give it your all and invest when you can. Start yeah. small, start slow. I started with learning packs from home and I was using my son's change table as my shelving. Yeah, using anymore. So I was just stacking all my learning pack stock on there. And then when we put the puffs together, we were like on the floor in my living room and like wrapping them up and making them really pretty. Um, and then, you know, taking you. so it was started really, really small, but it motivated me to just go, well, people believe in my brand now, you know, there's potential where, you know, I can grow if I gave it that potential. So working out of home and having kids come to my home, I didn't find it very professional, even though that's where I started. And I thought, well, if I can, you know, advertise on Gumtree, and that's where I was advertising, um, and I was booked out at home. They were coming to my kitchen table and working together, but it was Gumtree that I started out on, not Instagram. Interesting. Interesting. Add <laughs> out there. Um, and then, you know, I thought, well, let me give them a space. If they like my dining table, then they'll pay a little bit more to have such a beautiful space. And I do, I have created a beautiful learning environment and I was booked out within a month of opening. That's crazy. Yeah. I love that. And it is, it's just about giving it a go. Like yeah. you don't know what you don't know, right? And I know for some people, like especially for me, that's like the scariest thing I could think of. But I almost had to kind of say to myself, what if I don't change anything? What if I don't change anything and I just keep doing the same thing over and over again and I just keep beating myself up that nothing's changing? And I think that was the biggest driving force for me. It's like, I just have to give it a go. I don't know what the end result's gonna be and I don't know what's gonna happen, but I just, I have to give it a try because what I'm doing now just isn't working for me and my family. So I think that's such great advice that if you, you just, you can't predict everything. You just have to, you just have to do it. You just have to get out there and give it a go. So that was awesome. Thank you. And congratulations on being booked out so quickly after opening your space, by the way. Thank Love you. that. Love that. So before we finish up, I always allow my guests an opportunity to shout from the rooftops a little bit about their business, how people can work with you, if there's any special offers or anything that's happening new in your business that you would like to promote um the floor is yours so b take it away thank you so my business is called learn with miss b and i run school readiness sessions in groups and in one-on-one -on -one. and we also work with kids from prep all the way through to year six so we do one-on-one -on -one tutoring and we offer that both in our studio in victoria so we've got a studio in epping and a studio in williamstown which is the original one 
And we also offer online services. So we do one-on-one -on -one tutoring online and we provide all the online resources and tools the same way we would as if the students were to come here face-to-face. Um, -face. Um, and we also sell a lot of educational resources. And one of them is my brand new, um, not so tricky word cards. So with these cards, they're sight word cards, but there is a QR code for every single word. So it allows parents to see, how, to listen to how to sound that word out. So that's our little and uh, new product that we've just released. So I think we've only got about 30 packs left. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, I'll have to grab all the links off you for those new learning packs so I can pop them in the show notes for you as well. Um, but thank you again so much, Busha, for coming on. It has been so amazing to talk to you. And I'm so glad that I got to pop your podcast, Cherry, and I can't wait for you to be on more podcasts. Um, but again, thank you so much. Um, it has been amazing to have you here. Thank you. Amazing. Well, thank you all, everybody, and I will talk to you soon. And that brings us to the end of another epic, amazing Building a Mumpire podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening and be sure to subscribe because I would hate for you to miss out on any of the new upcoming episodes. You can find us on all of the usual podcast listening channels. So make sure you subscribe and I would love for you to also leave a review because I would love to hear what you think of this fucking epic podcast, if I do say so myself. So thank you once again for joining and listening in to the Building a Mumpire podcast. Have an epic day and I'll talk to you all soon.